if somebody comes up to you and asks to do a photo shoot, but they want to do it in the nude, are you taking that job? Well, it just depends. If I see any more than one butthole, I'm charging extra. Oh, are those tacos? You better believe they're tacos. Mr. Tucker. Who would have thought they'd have tacos here? You realize that's probably a camel ass taco. Told my wife I wouldn't drink tonight. Give me one of those famous giant beers I heard so much about. Oh, what's in this It's so good. About the episode already. What are we doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Tacos with Beer. I'm Alfie. And I'm Phil. What's going on, bro? Oh, man, just having one of those good old days. You know, it's awesome outside. It's cold. Yeah, it is. Finally. It's flannel weather, baby. I like the cold weather because I like the fact that I get to put on hoodies and the height's like my fat, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people like to wear hoodies for that reason. Yeah. You See, I walked outside today and I was just like, ugh. Like in the morning time, it was like 70 degrees. That's how it is in Texas. It's, I hate when it's like you go outside, it's like 70, 80 degrees, and yeah. then, you know, now the cold front came in. Now I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, where'd that come from? Dude, but, that's how it was this morning. Yeah, it was exactly. Hot. But then, then, like, now that it, the weather's starting to come in, it used to be the opposite, where it'd be cold in the morning. Yeah. And then when you come outside your workplace, it's like, fuck, it's hot. I know my <laughs> I know my car's, like, blazing. Yeah. You well, that's inside? what I'm saying. Like, this morning, it was, I walk outside, it's humid, and then... By the time I was done with work, it's freezing balls. It's 50 degrees. Uh, I love it, though. I love that cold Bullshit. wind. I'm like, yes, I'm about to get sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, do I have COVID? Oh, right. uh, no, it's just the weather. It's changing. <laughs> you got to remember that nowadays. Anytime you feel any kind of cough coming on, you're like, is it COVID? Yeah, I'm scared. That's why I always wake up like in the morning, like, you know, I get stuffy or whatnot because of my yeah. allergies. And I'm like scared because yeah. I'm like, ah. Is this it? Is this? Do I gotta call in? Do I gotta quarantine myself? It's this just it. uh, I can't. Am I gonna die? I can't enjoy being sick anymore because it's like you can't call in being sick because now it's like you gotta go get COVID test. Like, yeah, I know, dude. You can't just fucking. Can fake I just shit. call in? Yeah, just call in because I don't feel like going. No, they don't. I hate that. <laughs> you gotta go get a COVID test Jeez. every time. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're gonna make sure you're not fucking gonna be spreading this shit around, dude. Yeah, thanks, China. <laughs> dude so you remember a couple of episodes ago we were talking about this dude on the jetpack yeah where we were talking where they're on the airplanes and they just saw like iron man fly by <laughs> yeah <laughs> well this dude he was spotted again bro nice real he this this hero is out there in a jetpack flying around the lax airport pilots again reported seeing him so now the FBI has like launched a full investigation because really? they're really trying to figure out who this guy is. Are they trying to get his weapons? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Imagine like being able to fly around in a jetpack. Like oh, that'd be the dream. Yeah, that would be that You're would like, be the coolest fuck shit traffic. ever. <laughs> Gone. Yeah, dude. Look at all these peasants. Right. Ah. All your gas wasting people. Yeah. Well. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think it costs to fuel that jet? We think it runs off of gas, <laughs> jet fuel for sure. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying you think some like super super refined jet fuel. Where do you think he gets it from? Well, I mean, I would assume like this dude's got to have some kind of access to like some kind of turbine engine. Yeah, like he's got to have a small plane, so he's got he knows where to go to get like the real fine fine. Oh, can we? Are we dealing with fuel. a real life Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> Yeah, or fucking, what's his name? That's the only reason why superheroes are, like, millionaires. Because they can afford all that shit. Yeah, you know? they want to. Can you imagine, like, you ever seen that movie Blank Man? 
No. With it's an old movie back in like the early, like late nineties. It's with uh, Damon Wayans where he's like trying to be a superhero, but he's from the hood. So he gets like his mom's like or his grandmother's like uh like her her blanket and puts it as a cape and then he uses like uh pint like cleaning gloves as his gloves. You know, this is I kind of feel like I'm starting to remember what you're talking yeah. about, but it's you said, did you say Marlon Wayne's no, brother? Yeah, the oldest one, Damon Wayne's. Okay, then well, maybe, the maybe, one. maybe. Not Keenan Wayne's, but Damon Wayne's. Okay. You ever okay. seen that movie? That's exactly, if we were superheroes, that's what it would cost. Because being a superhero like Batman and Iron Man, that takes a lot of money that we ain't got. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be out there with a freaking cobija right. and some you know fucking, uh, what is it, dishwasher gloves? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what he had. Oh, uh, okay. Fucking throwing well, boots and shit, knocking people out. Yeah, I mean, that's true. We would definitely be poor. Yeah, because this guy who's running around with the jet, that motherfucker's got some money. Oh, hell, dude, he's got a jet pack. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> so, he's got a jet somewhere. Kudos to that guy. Sir, we salute you. If you want to be on the show, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Hit us up. So, one of the recent things that just happened, who is a, uh, you know, a fast food restaurant chain here in the U.S. just made its way into China. Can mm. you... Take a guess who that is. That is uh, Panda Express. Nice. I like Panda <laughs> Express. Yeah, they just made their way to uh, China. You think they're going to be like, what the fuck is this fake shit? Well, my, my deal is like, is that like taking Sen to the to the, <laughs> the beach? beach. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you like, a, <laughs> you know, like my experience with like actual Chinese food, not to insult anybody out there, but it is disgusting what? we don't have the palate for it like panda express or like what we think of chinese food yeah it is not nothing so, like that so you're saying it's different yes this is like what we think of chinese food is not what people so, in so real Pei china Wei eat. and all that's like not chinese no. food at all no no no, no, Dang, no. So i'm not even living nope what is what's what's real chinese food then bro it, i couldn't explain it to you like the textures it's like you're eating like a piece of like clothy I don't know. It's just. Well, I'm pretty sure that's the how they smells. It's it's completely different. Man. I'm pretty it's sure just, that's how they feel about Mexican food. Like we go to Taco Bell and like freaking eat that shit, and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" You know. Then you go home. Well, I don't know if you know that's, that's what happened to Taco Bell, right? They went to Mexico, but and they got kicked out. Yeah, like, what well, the it fuck failed. Is this? It failed because everybody was just like. So Pan Express needs to take a book uh, out of Taco Bell and be like, "Look, bro, don't go over there." Well. Yeah, no, 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 no. So Andrew Chang from China established Panda Express in Pasadena, California in 1973. It's uh, tangerine peeled chicken, General Tso's chicken, Kung Pao chicken have formed many Americans' uh, main impression of Chinese food, which is what I was talking about. It's like, this is like what we think is Chinese food, but real Chinese food is nothing like that. What do you th- well, How do you think real Chinese food is made then? Well, it's like talking about like homemade, right? Yeah. So if you're talking about like, well, it's because it's really difficult to explain to somebody about like homemade Mexican because we we have a palate for it here in the U.S. Everybody loves Mexican food, right? Yeah. Like even if it's like homemade stuff, you know, because like even the stuff like that you would not necessarily really be into kind of like menudo, mm-hmm. which is made out of like cow stomachs and it smells and you don't like menudo right no i'm not a fan i do like my mom's menudo but i'm weird the only thing i'll eat is the broth i don't eat anything else no remember how i told you i don't like avocado yeah and you're like everybody's gonna hate you i feel like a lot of bases are hate you for not liking menudo <laughs> well like i said i just what is that what is one of your so okay so mine is avocado smell. yours is menudo what yeah. else 
something else that's like super Mexican that I'm not really into. Yeah. Oof, man, that's a good question because I don't know. You want to? Oh, what, oh, you know what it is? What I is could it? already tell you, and that is um, barbacoa, especially sheep. Same, same. I, I don't like it. Dude, I, don't I have. Like it. I'm really boring. I have like three meats that I stick to. That's <laughs> chicken, beef, and pork. Anything outside of that, I'm gonna say. You know, I've never been. I'll take a rain check of that. <laughs> I've never been a fan of it. My mom makes it, and my dad makes it, and we'll go for Sunday. We'll go eat like you know in the morning or eat breakfast over there, and they have it. Like, get you some, get you some. My wife's like, okay. She starts pouring, and I'm just like in my head, I'm like, I don't like this stuff. I never liked it. But uh, that's one you, thing. That's the thing with me is the texture. And I got to tell you, it looks amazing, right? Like when people are eating barbacoa yeah. and they're like dunking it in the sauce and it's yeah. like the tacos of it. I'm like, that looks amazing, but it's not for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take like, a bass. My dad's like, you want a barbacoa taco? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, not really. So back to the China, I mean, to China. the back to coronavirus, <laughs> back to Fat Express, <laughs> a Chinese student who's studying in the U.S., who had been to Panda Express several times in the U.S., said that the food was pretty much, like, so-so, you know? So it's like, I'm the saying, like, they're... He <laughs> well, he's Chinese. Oh. He's studying abroad, coming to the U.S. and trying it, and he's just saying, like, you know, it's it's a standardized fast food, but it doesn't really translate to, like, Chinese... to, like, the actual Chinese food that they eat. Yeah, well, I mean, know? it's fast food, bro. Like, come on. Like, I don't judge McDonald's, but, like, your shit doesn't taste grilled. You know? <laughs> come on, bro. I do. That's why I don't eat there. I mean, I like... <laughs> have you ever seen The Founder? Yes. Ah, I think it's a good movie. Sorry, I got off track, but since you said McDonald's, or I said McDonald's... <laughs> you said McDonald's. I said I thought about The Founder. Yeah, that was a good movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't go to a... Like, the only place you can go to a burger joint and be, like, really grilled is Burger King. I like Burger King because it actually tastes grilled. Get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> I leave can't. You got all shit place. in the way. <laughs> I can't leave. I can't. There's not one... Re- if there's one restaurant that never comes to mind when it comes to fast food is Burger King. You don't like Burger King? No, I do not. I like Burger King. There's nothing... I mean, I like... You know me. Like, I, nothing's ever going to change my heart like Whataburger, but... If yeah. I had to choose another burger spot, it would be Burger King. You take Burger King over Taco Bell. Fuck yeah. Taco Bell's disgusting, bro. What is wrong with you? No, what's wrong with you? Taco Bell will clog you your toilet. Whatever. Taco Bell will clog your toilet. Well, anyway, since we're talking about China, uh, Chinese COVID-19 vaccine candidate uh, safely triggers antibody response. So the Chinese people are getting closer to finding a vaccine to COVID-19. Hmm. Well, according to the president, we're about to have ours in weeks. Oh, yeah? So a COVID-19 vaccine candidate uh, (laughs) being developed in China has been found to be safe and trigger antibody responses. The early results have shown. So researchers said that those age 60 and over uh, were slower to respond to the BBIBP uh, core V vaccine, which is a mouthful. But they said it was uh, encouraging <laughs> that the vaccine did trigger such a response. So, are you trusting that vaccine as soon as it shows up here Look, and we can get it? If corona <laughs> is a virus, like they call a coronavirus. Okay, is it real? That's I think the most people. want Well, to know it is real. real because I feel like I had it in December. I mean, January first. 
I feel like a lot of people feel that same way. Yeah, because I'm like I've never been sick like that ever in my life, and I felt like death, like I was gonna die. That was it for me. And yeah. the last show that I was watching in that time was Silicon Valley. So I was like, if I'm gonna die, at least I'm gonna die watching this show. Yeah, that's that's a great. That's show. a really good show. Now, I don't know for as far as the vaccine for coronavirus because it's a virus. You know, there's really no they even when you go to the doctor and you there's a you know you have a virus, they tell you, well, there's nothing we can give you. You just gotta wait it out. Yeah, well, it's like the flu vaccine, right? You get one every year, but we've never been able to get rid of it. Yeah, so. exactly. But it's like, you know, if, you know, they give you the flu shot, because apparently the flu shot is last year's flu, because every every year it, mut- it mutates, right? It gets it's a different strand of it. So I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I guess, you know, when you go to COVID, this is the 19th version of it, I suppose. Yeah, so it's kind of like... Mm, uh, yes, people are dying of it, but yet also people are dying of heart diseases, diabetes, and everything else. So do we stop all fast food restaurants if they're giving you diabetes? Oh, my God, no. Okay, exactly. So You know, the sad part is it's actually cheaper to go get uh, fast food than it is to the grocery store and get groceries. So Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've Welcome heard to you, America. I've heard that you, you, you save more money buying fast food than you would pay doing groceries. Now, some I had an argument with somebody uh, that I used to work with, and he said that's not true. But I was like, uh, it just depends. Like, if I'm making peanut butter jelly sandwiches all week, then yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm No, 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 money. but that, there's a difference. So I'm talking about, like, if you're getting, like, healthy stuff. Like, yeah. you went, you got, you know, like, oh, to yeah. make healthy foods, yeah. that's extremely expensive versus you just going to McDonald's and getting a 99-cent sandwich. Well, think about it. If people want to get healthy, they're going to buy it. So what am I going to do? I'm going to up the price because I know you're going to buy it because it's well, healthy. No, I know, but I understand that, but that's not the point that I'm trying to make. I'm trying to say, like, for families, it is way more expensive to go get healthy food than yeah. it is to just be like, well, I guess we're all going to go get five burgers for $5.43. Yeah. I mean, even a salad at McDonald's or, uh, you know, any other fast food is more expensive than getting a number one, whatever the number one is. From McDonald's? I hate that you keep hitting me with like the number ones and the number two. Oh, I forgot. I'm like, motherfucker, who pays attention? When I get there, I look <laughs> at the fucking menu. It's okay? McDonald's, bro. It's the same fucking menu that we've had since we were kids. <laughs> okay. It doesn't Whoa. change. If you want to talk about In N Out, In N Out has three fucking things. You well, get yeah. your well, I don't never I never been in N Out. Oh shit. Whatever. Here we go again <laughs> with this shit. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so if they get it and it goes good, it's coming from China. Do you think people here would want to take it, take uh, the vaccine? I feel like people already don't want to take vaccines. There's like this whole anti-vaxxer movement. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to piss <laughs> I don't know. You kind of brought it out. So <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I'm just it. saying like, are people going to want to take it, especially knowing that it's coming from China, where it's like the epicenter from Wuhan, you know? I don't know. I, I'd be... I wouldn't say, I would say, let me give it off a year or two. Let me see if I die or not before I take it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You know, so for my research. Sake, okay. So maybe. the researchers said no serious adverse events were reported within 28 days of the final vaccination. While the most common side effect was pain at the ejection site. Although a small number of participants reported experiencing death. I'm just kidding. A fever. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, you know, it doesn't sound like it's too bad. If they can, if they figure it out, I'd be like, hey, you guys started this shit. You might as well finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I Like I said, I, I, I would, I would have to see how I, how it plays out because my immune system is a lot different from everybody else's. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like my body can fight off a lot of viruses. And that comes from me just working, you know, outside and being Being a fucking dirty animal rolling in the dirt. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm at dirty places, so my body's used to being dirt. Getting out there, wrapping around. Yeah. All right, so a rapper who uh, boasted on YouTube about getting rich from unemployment fraud gets arrested for unemployment fraud. (laughs) Fucking stupid idiot. <laughs> so a rapper who That's like look 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 look, 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 look. sorry I'm sorry. That's like these dumbasses, they get on Snapchat, Facebook, and Instagram showing, like, look how much weed I got, bro. Like, hey, hit me up in the inbox for an ounce. Like, bro, you honestly think that a cop or undercover person is not scrolling through your shit and be like, oh, well, let me hit him up. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. So this dude, he was boasting on YouTube, on a YouTube music video about getting rich from committing unemployment uh, benefits fraud. He was arrested on Friday in, in Los Angeles on federal charges of carrying out that very scheme by fraudulent, fraudulently applying for more than $1.2 million in jobless benefits, including by using stolen, uh, stolen identities, federal prosecutors announced. So this dude... He got one point two million dollars from the fraud, dude. What's his name? Uh, his name is Fontrell Antonio Baines. He's thirty-one. Who uses the stage name Nuke Bizzle? <laughs> yeah, someone they nuked his ass with that. Oh my god! I'm gonna look him up on SoundCloud. If his music is terrible, he deserves to go to jail. Uh, Baines, who's from uh from Memphis, Tennessee, and currently uh, currently resides in. The Hollywood Hills is expected to make his initial appearance Friday afternoon in Los Angeles federal court. I mean, does it still give you street cred? I like, bro, I stole a hundred. I stole hundred two million. One point two million dollars. Yeah, well, stole 1. 2 so million. look, the criminal complaint alleges three felony offenses: access. Wait, hold on. Access access device fraud, aggravated identity theft and interstate transportation of stolen property. If convicted of all charges, Baines would face up to 22 years in federal prison, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. It's an idiot. Like, you don't, you don't get street cred for, for doing that. Like, come on, bro. Like, hi, look, that's like you told It's like they, everybody talks about being snitches. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. be a snitch. Half these motherfuckers are snitching on themselves. Yeah, dude, he was out there. So, like, part of the evidence that was gathered during the investigation established that at least 92 debit cards that had been preloaded with more than 1.2 million in fraudulent, fraudulent uh, blah, 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 obtained benefits were mailed to those addresses, according to the affidavit. Baines and his co-schemers allegedly asked, asked, accessed more than 704,000 of those be, uh, benefits through cash withdrawals. So he was able to get 704,000 in cash. Um, he deserves to go to jail. That's all I'm going to say about that. Nuke Bizzle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Phil. So this podcast has grown pretty. It's grown quite a bit. Yeah. Right. From like when we started, you yeah. know, when I, when you and I had talked about this for a long time. Yeah. You know, we for had, years. Had like what? Two, two months in the making. You kind of brought the idea to me. And to be honest, when you have brought the idea to me of doing the podcast, I was just kind of like, uh, okay. Because I've had so many people hit me up about a podcast, to do a podcast, and be a part of a podcast, but it just never fell through. So I just felt like, you know, when you came and you told me about it, I was just like, mm, we'll see. 
You know, yeah. let's see how far. But yeah, like, when you started like really getting in, like, look, I got this, I got that, I got this, I got that. Then I was like, all right, you're 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 on board. Because one thing about me is, uh, I I can't be all full all in unless you're somebody else is full into. Well, yeah, especially when it's something like this, because taking on a task like this is huge, man. It's yeah. like the the amount of equipment that you need, you know, yeah, and, and to do it right, to do yeah, it at a professional exactly. level, and. You know, I think, you know, when, when, and from the get go for us, what I told you was like, dude, if we're going to do this, it's going to be right. And it, like the sound quality, that's what I was really after, you know, cause I was like, it's really important for a yeah. podcast, yeah. you know, for people that are listening. And then I told you, I was like, if we want to do video, that's a whole other ball game. Yeah. Which is, you know, where we're kind of, I ended up like, cause you know, to begin with learning a switchboard, learning to do editing you know anything that has to do with a mix or all that stuff is just new stuff right to me so it's all this stuff that i'm having to learn and then it's like now we're doing video so it's like now i'm down this road where it's like videography and photography and and that is a whole other that's a whole different ball game like i even just being photography and videography are two different ball games but like i feel like for me when i got into photography and videography i was like at a young age yeah so, like, when I started doing, when I picked up, like, my first camera to record and do all that, man, I remember, I remember my uncle, he used to have the JVC, he used to have this JVC camera, yeah. and it was the big one that you carry on your shoulder that you <laughs> yeah. put uh, videotapes. Uh, so it was like the 90s. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you put VHS tapes in it. And it's just, I feel like every uncle had one of those. Yeah, my uncle had one, so he was like, he would let me play with it, and I was about, man, I was seven, eight years old, and yeah. I would walk around, and I would be taping, like, our Christmas stuff, you know, I'll be taking it everywhere, just videotaping stuff. And I think that's when I had the love for, you know, you know, having for videography. Now, before all these kids came out and YouTube came out, like that's what we had. And that's yeah. when I started, you know, you'd record, I would record on your camera. Yeah. And you know, I, yeah, we had, you know, we had a video camera too that I'd mess around with, you know, recording just family function stuff, yeah. you know? And then, you know, then it came out with the new, then the Sony came out with the eight millimeters, which is you know, the handheld cams, you know, then you had, you know, you take it from a tape, you put it inside, whatever it was a, a transfer and you would transfer it to your laptop. But back then you, you know, back then you had the old where you had to like manually edit it. You know, you have to cut tape and everything. So now it's it's totally different. Now everything's digital. Yeah, so. I mean, I never did that. Cut tape, like Jesus. No, See, no, no, like, no. and also I took no. I took um, videography and photography um, in high school. Yeah. So I took, and then one of my main electives that I stuck with was media technology. So when I went to high school, I learned more about it, and I learned how to edit. Like I think my very first project of media technology was stop stop animation and we learned we watched uh, the nightmare before christmas you know because all that was stop animation so i know how to do that because it's all about pictures right you have to take so yeah you know what's what's really crazy to me is like we have like a full-blown production going here you yeah know? we really do and learning all this stuff i feel like people pay a ton of money at school which mm-hmm. are like some of these schools yeah. where you're paying a ton of money to go and learn all this stuff when it's almost pretty much free on YouTube Yeah. or just watching. I mean, obviously there's a lot of stuff that you're not going to be able to get out of it, you know, cause you might actually meet somebody who will teach you like certain techniques and yeah. you know, a lot things of techniques like that are like basically they're, they're your own style. Yeah. Like there's the one thing about photography is there is no right or wrong. That's what the cool thing about it is it's, there's no wrong or right way. Well, there is a wrong if your image is like, you can't see nothing, but the creativity <laughs> yeah. part of it, there's no black. wrong, 
there's no wrong to creativity because it's right. creativity, you know? So when I got deep into photography, I think it was about in 2014, 15, when I was like, I bought my first camera and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get really involved in photography because I was already involved in videography. Like right. I was already like editing stuff, shooting stuff. But I was like, photography is like a whole different other ball game. And it kind of helped me out with videography too, because in photography, you know, you learned about your ISO, you learned about your lights and everything. So I got heavily deep involved in that. And then, you know, with, I felt like that just put me on the, on the uh, path that I wanted to be as a full-time career. Yeah. Because, you know, remember I used to do music. I yeah. used to do music. And then there was times where I got really involved into music and started learning more about music. But then I was like, um, I remember this one time that I used to, I was in between music and media technology that I had my brother-in-law actually shoot my video for me because I didn't want to pay nobody. Yeah. Because <laughs> I felt like if I could do this myself, then why spend the money? If I have the equipment, why spend the money on somebody else? So I was like, hey, noob, you want to do this? <laughs> you know? I mean, the video, to me, the video could have been a lot better, but, you know, you get for what you paid for, and it was free. You know, uh, when I was in high school, I was, you know, doing the same thing. I was doing uh, video stuff, you know. I was really taking, I was really taking it seriously because we had to do, uh, for my video class, we had to, like, two of the major things was, like, we had to do two commercials, and then we had to film a short film, right? Yeah. So, like, I remember the first commercial that I shot was uh, I took one of these shoes that I had. Um, I think they were All-Stars. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, they were all stars. I took off the logos and I like I drew my own logo on it. It was a, they were white sneakers, yeah. you know. So yeah. I just like with a marker, I drew my own. I came up with my own logo and I was like, okay, so what I'm gonna do for this commercial is I'm gonna shoot, I'm gonna shoot somebody running, and you know I can't remember the name. Might have been like Incas or something, you yeah. know. And like, I was, so what I was doing was like I put myself in the back of my in the back of the blazer that I had at the time. <laughs> and like, we folded the seat down and then I had my buddy driving and I was in the back just, and we were just filming like as the dude was running, you know, like that's yeah. how we were, we were running. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is cool. I, I'll fix all the sound and post. And, you know, and I was like, Oh, I'm going to do all this shit. Right. So, you know, we shoot this whole commercial and I'm like, I'm feeling really great about it. I was like, Oh, we got great footage. And so I just dump it onto the computer <clears throat> And editing, I was like, fuck me. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck did I get what did I, what did I just do? Yeah. You know, because we didn't have YouTube. I couldn't just be like, hey, you know, it's like I'm calling, asking people. Everybody's like, I've never used window media player, yeah. you know, movie editor. And I'm just yeah. like, come on, dude. I'm like, how do I take the sound out? Like, how do I get rid of it? And it's like, how do I add just like, because what I wanted to do, I recorded myself going like, yeah. Like if I was running, you know, and I was just going to add it. And it was just like to the point where I got extremely frustrated and, and I was like, discouraged. yeah. And so I reshot it again and I did a gel commercial, you know, with a yeah. friend. So it was like, <laughs> is your, is your hair lazy? Is it dumb? Like me trying to fucking yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> so I ended up doing like some gel commercial, you know, that's so, cool. But, that's but cool. it came out, it came out really good, you know, cause after doing all that, like, I learned to do the shots, right? So it was like, okay, so we could take a shot from this angle, this angle. And it was like, I was learning to cut, right? So it was like, okay, I, we can't just run with it. It's like, since I'm not going to edit, it was like, we have to edit on the spot, okay? So it's yeah. like, if I'm going to do this shot here, we'll take it this way, and then I'll cut here. 
and then we'll add it this next shot and then we'll start from there as if the commercial never stopped you know so so it was just like this whole cohesive thing where i didn't have to really edit other than you know just put it through the windows player and add like credits and things like that yeah see i that's the fun part of videography because it's like it's so creative yeah. And yes, when you start to edit, it's a whole different other ballgame. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a whole so, other ballpark. Like, you know, just you know, editing itself is takes time, but you just uh, you got to really love what you do, and you have to love the art and the craft of it in order to sit down and be patient with it because it is. It's when you're editing, it's all about creativity. How do you see this shot? How, how do you see yourself editing this? How do you see the the ending product to be? And sometimes you just make it up on the fly. Yeah. And, you know, when you're doing things like that, you're constantly thinking in frames because you're always yeah. like, OK, so if I'm going to do this, you're like, OK, like that. Or and they always, oh. take it from a different angle or where oh, this perspective might be better here or yeah. here. So it's kind of weird, right? Like, let's just start doing that. I'm telling you, that little 30 second commercial took me probably about a good three weeks. To yeah. Do. I mean, even like, edit doing like. like from failing multiple, yeah, multiple course, times, you know, course, where it was like, yeah. it's not right. And it's like going back and redoing it, redoing it. I ended up winning that thing. And we shot a short film that I did with my best friend at the time. We did a parody of a clockwork orange. Yeah. It was a 30 minute film, short film. I want to say it's about like 30 and that dude, 30 minutes shooting 30 minutes of anything is a whole challenge that took us months. Yeah, we did man. Months and months. The longer, the longer it is, the longer it's gonna take to to post edit. I mean, hell, we do an hour, what, almost an hour podcast, and it literally took me three days to edit it. You <laughs> yeah. know, because it's like Dude, it's an hour podcast. It took yeah, me three days it's to just edit it. Setting everything up to do all this takes hours and hours. Yeah. You know, so it's always like. Anytime you do anything at this scale, even though it's like us, we're like small fry, you know? Yeah. But, dude, it is so ridiculous, the amount of time and yeah, things you have to do. Exactly. It's like. So, with me, um, like, I when I started learning about photography, you know, I was learning more about lighting. I was learning about, like, you know, setting up your shot. You know, it does. It takes time before the actual, um, the actual shoot happens and i remember my teacher my media technology teacher she taught me if if i learned anything in high school it was everything was from my media technology class like i still use a lot of their a lot of her teachings to this day and i remember her i remember her giving me the five p's the five p's in life and that's prior planning prevents poor production (laughs) and and that's right anytime i do anything it has to be planned it has to be written out it has to be documented you know, and it has to be ready to go before I even hit the record button or if I take my first shot. It, like, it has to be planned. Like, sometimes I can get away with doing stuff on the fly, like, you know, just right then and there. And sometimes those are the best pictures or those are the best things is when you're just made up on the fly. But for the most part, to do something professional needs to be planned out. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. So, I mean, that's – and that's, you know, like I said, like when I was in between music and, 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 and media – I decided to take towards media as a career. And next thing you know, it just landed me to what I do as a full-time job, which is, you know, as my hidden or as my hidden identity behind, you know, doing the podcast of some people who don't know, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you're a big Cowboys fan. Or, you know, you wear a lot of Cowboy gear and da da da. But to be honest, it's because I work for the Dallas Cowboys and I just don't tell nobody that, but I work in the production side of the, of the, you know, of the games of uh, the other things. So I had to learn, 
about videography and all that photography and broadcasting just to kind of like be in the field that I'm in. And it's just a blessing how I got there. You know, you know, people, you always network with people. And I just, that's how I ended up getting into the job. So that's my full-time job is I deal with production. So. Yeah. I mean, it's not about who, you know, it's, it's about, about whose dicks, <laughs> <laughs> whose dick you suck to get there. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, we'll see. Cause I, you know, when I was a kid, I really did want to get into it. And, uh, I did look at some options to do that. And it was just, it just, it cost too much money, you know? And I was always a hands-on kind of guy, yeah. you know? So I was always like, Oh, I want to work with my hands. So, you know, I ended up going to, <clears throat> to school to do, you know, just, uh, uh, uh flight engineering stuff, you yeah. know? So it was just like getting in with, uh, helicopters, airplanes, doing things with that stuff. And that that's what I was, I had a real interest in, you know, cause like I've always been into like mechanical things, yeah. things moving, how they, yeah. You know, like taking things apart, putting it back together yeah. kind of stuff. I was like really into that as a kid. So I was like, I want to do something like this for myself when I get older. You know, it's like, if you, you know, it's that old saying that if you love what you do, you don't have to work a day in your life. So I was, I was like, yeah, well, I want to go do that. But you know, that, that stuff is extremely fucking boring as I found out. And it, was just not <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all glitz and glamour as I thought no. it was going to be. <laughs> no, it's not, you know, cause I'm like a fast pace, fast pace, yeah. you know? And it's, you know, I work, I remember working in a bank. You know, as a kid, and it's like, you're literally sitting there counting minutes. And I really was doing the same thing there. And I was like, this is not what I envisioned, you know? Because yeah. it's like, I'm sitting here, I did this, and it's like, you know, when it comes to, like, avionics, anything that you do, if you start something, you have to finish it. You know, so it was like, if you do something with glue-related, if that glue takes 15 hours to cure, guess what? You have to sit there and watch that bitch cure. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so <laughs> That's one of those I just get up and walk out. <laughs> you can't. You know, because it's like you're literally uh, one note away from saying, like, you got up and left, and then that plane goes down, and it's like, well, where did they fuck up? Let's yeah, go through right? the whole fucking manual oh, here. Oh, man. Let's go through this whole logbook. You logged in at this time and this, and it's like, wait, you took a break. <laughs> <laughs> you took a <laughs> shit. What? <That's laughs> you what left? Oh, your shit. Your shit cost us the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, your ass is going to jail now because you murdered a bunch of people. Oh, man. But you know what? It's it, you, you have to love what you do. Like, I see a lot of people who take a lot of their art form and they make it as a business. You know, mm-hmm. and that's cool, but, you know, you, you really got to really, really love it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you yeah, I mean, like if you really do take it, if you take an art form and turn it into a business, I think at some point you're going to get kind of frustrated, bored, and yeah. tired. Because if it becomes your nine to five, you're just like, and that, that's, that's <sighs> I want to go home and do something completely different. Yeah, you that, know? and that's true. Like, you know, because I live in the sports world. You know, where everything I do is sports. And to be honest, I kind of lost interest in sports itself. (laughs) And that's bad, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I used to watch, I used to be a heavy football watcher every Sunday, watch games. But now it's like, I'm in the scenery and I'm in the sports world. It's like when Sunday comes, I really don't watch the games. I just watch, I watch (laughs) the Cowboys or I, 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 because I'm there, you know, I have to be there. Yeah. So, but it's, I, I would say you need to pick up a hobby and find something that makes you worth, you know, makes your living worthwhile. Yeah. And 
I have a shit ton of hobbies. Yeah. And <laughs> I know. Photography. When you, t- when you told is me that you're picking a up, lot when you more told expensive. me you wanted to pick up a camera, I was like, are you ready to run down this fucking rabbit hole? Because this Shh, is man, an expensive been... <laughs> hobby, but it's, it's fun. fun. It it's is fun, fun as hell. It's real fun. Once you start getting out there and start being creative, you start shooting shit. And you know, I was telling my wife the other day, I was like, you know what? With Alfonso, you know, getting inside the 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 photography world, I was like, man, it's gonna make me, you know, start pulling out my camera again. And yeah, like it's reigniting, the, it's flame. reigniting the flame. Like, exactly. yeah, it's like, cool. She's like, ah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, why? She's gonna pick up his camera and he's gonna start doing shit again. But I was like, yeah, because I feel like you know when. You know, with me, once I dive all in, I dive all in. And, you know, for a while, it's just it was just me by myself doing, like, um, photography, videography. And then when you're just doing it by yourself, it just kind of, you kind of lose all kind of motivation because you're by yourself. Yeah. But now that you have somebody. You kind of like, want somebody there going, like, damn, that looks exactly, dope. Exactly. That was a great shot. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, dude, somebody let me see the rest. Tips or, some, or you giving yeah. somebody else tips. Like, that's what starts to, you know, it, you have to be in a creative environment to have yeah. that flame. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like we are here. It's like we're constantly like we're always like going over notes. Yeah. Over things. It's always something new. It seems yeah. like we're always doing something new. So that's been a shit ton of fun for me, you know, because yeah. it's like I've gone through things in my personal life yeah. where it's like I feel like I'm filling it with other stuff. Yeah, and that's what you got to do. And it feels good, yeah, you know, because I'm it, like, yes, you, you know, it's like I got things and I'm doing things. And it's like I can feel like I have a lot of spare time. So it's like I think about the show a lot, the notes, the things that I want to do with it. And then it's like, now I got photography, videography where I can go outside, just shoot. I have a huge golf course around me where it's like, I'm just like shooting, you know, and there's like wildlife around. So I'm just like taking pictures of all kinds of random shit. I mean, you got to man. Is, Cause I remember being in a dark place at a certain time. And that's what actually pulled me out is you have to, you have to reinvent yourself. You you have to, that's, it's, you, you have to discover that's what, that's what, that's when you find out who you are as a person, yeah. you find out your hobbies, your hobbies is what makes you who you are. So um, that's what I tell people. They're like, well, what, what do you want to do with your life? Well, I don't know. Well, what do you, what, what, what do you like doing on your spare time? That's what I always ask people. Yeah. That's that what you do on your spare time, what you do as a hobby that's who you are. What if it's drinking beer and playing video games? Then you're a big time socialist. <laughs> <laughs> socialist. Um, I mean, you just like to socialize. Well, yeah, I guess if you're on there you talking to everybody, you can be a gamer. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can be a gamer. Be a streamer. Yeah, you can be a streamer. Yeah. You know, some people make living. You hell, you can make a living off of YouTube now. Yeah. Well, that's that's what a goal. lot of people. Yeah, that's the yeah. goal. Is to you know, I it's I I know this guy. Um, and I'm going to say how I, know, how I know him, but I know this guy. He was a lawyer. He, he graduated from Harvard, and um, he was going to, um, he was, you know, doing his lawyer things. But one day he picked up a camera and said, you know what? I'm going to get on camera, and I'm going to talk about Pokemon. So he gets on camera, and he starts talking about Pokemon. And from there, he made a YouTube video, and it blew up, and he quit being a lawyer. He said that he makes more That's fucking money. Awesome. He makes more money being a YouTube person talking about Pokemon than he does being a lawyer. Think about that. Being a lawyer. Now people strive to be lawyers. And this fool quit that to be a YouTube for talk about Pokemon. <laughs> See, that's the dream, and that's awesome. Because I feel like being a lawyer, it's gotta suck fucking dick, man. <laughs> Because you are dealing with the worst of the worst, or might be a real innocent person. I don't know. 
<laughs> Anyways, well, just do what you love, bro. Yep. Do what you love. Find a hobby. Find a hobby. And go fuck it. <laughs> This Hell Nah is brought to you by Anchor. If you're interested in doing a podcast and get on all major platforms, then get with Anchor, because that's what me and Alfonso did. Alfonso is going to tell us a spooky, spooky story. (laughs) (laughs) You like that, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. So we're going to talk about the Axe Murder House. So this is the Villisca Axe Murder House in Villisca, Iowa, is is a well-known tourist attraction for ghost hunters and horror lovers alike. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The site of a gruesome unsolved 1912 murder in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed in by an axe of an unknown perpetrator was purchased in 1994, restored, and it was restored uh, to its 1912 condition and converted into a tourist destination. It costs $428 a night and uh, where visitors always report straight paranormal uh, experiences such as visions of a man with an axe, roaming the halls, or the faint screams of children. Jesus Christ. Okay, so if I were to ever <laughs> fucking stay in a house like that, I'm out. I wonder if they get the refund. That's what I'm wondering. No, you don't get a refund, man. Fuck that, bro. That's... They have a no refund strict policy. Well, yeah, because if motherfucker, okay, no refund, or you could die. Basically. It costs it costs five hundred dollars a night. Hell no, I'd rather stay in like La Quinta Inn. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather stay in the suite at La Quinta Inn for that shit, dude. La Quinta Inn suite will probably run you like a hundred and fifty bucks a night. Yeah, and I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I guess depending on where you're at, and I probably but... wouldn't die. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but so, you know, people like to go and do all kinds of crazy stuff there. You know, they just like they just like experiencing things. Right. You know, when it comes to like this horror phenomena, who's not a big fan of it? You know, it's like Halloween is all about yeah. getting comfortable, getting a hot chocolate, watching a horror movie. You I know, I think that's Christmas. No, no, no. I don't want to drink no hot chocolate watching no damn horror film. Why not? Cause what are you gonna drink? Whiskey? I could, cause shit. You know, I'm not a big fan of scary movies, so I need to get <laughs> fucked up. You know, you sure. know. I used to. We were watching this one movie. Um, well, I had my family over, and we we're watching. Have you ever seen that movie Hereditary? No. Okay, it's fucking weird and it's scary. Is that about your ancestors? No, it's oh. about like uh, ancestors. I mean, it's whatever. about um, it's it's like this lady. She's comes from like a witch family. And uh, they, it's, it's, they have to get like the boy and you know the, the, the daughter. It's like, it's like they're very, very demonic, and they got a crazy, sinister part of their family that the mom doesn't know about, and she's like learning to find everything out, and it has to do a lot with her kids. Um, so it's, it's, it's basically just some crazy shit. Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing right now. Anything that has to do with demons, I'm out. Yeah. Okay, so, like, I really don't care, you know, about, like, Halloween or, you know, like, uh, what's that dude that kills you at night? I mean, in your dreams? Freddy Krueger. Yeah. You know, movies like that, you yeah. know, or, like, that, what is that uh, other satanic movie where it's, like, that dude with all the nails? Exorcist? No, no, no. no Hellraiser? All, Hellraiser. Yeah. You know, stuff like that, I could give a crap. You know, like, exactly. it, do, it, doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me. But I'll tell you what. 
I was sitting alone in my apartment watching this movie called Paranormal Activity. Uh, and it gets one? to the... Yes, the it gets... First one. I had heard things about it, right? Because this is when it first, like, I guess it originally released on Blu-ray. Yeah. So I was watching it, and I didn't really know much about it, you know, other than all this hype. Because they wouldn't even show you anything about the movie. They would just show you people's reactions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, that was the trailer. So I was like, oh, whatever. There's really, I mean, it's all jump scares, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, jump scares, cool, whatever. Hyping the video up. Yeah, you know, that's how you got to, like, when you're sitting there, you got to breathe. And when you hear the music, like, coming up, you're like, all right, here comes a jump scare. Well, no, it gets to a point in the movie where she goes upstairs and she says something about the picture in a demon. And I was like, Poof, turn that bitch off. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Yeah. I was like, not doing this. I'm not uh-uh. doing it. You know I'm what? I'm watching this shit. Yeah. I'm so out. when I was, I thought it was more of like a, just a scary movie. My, that had a lot to do with like demonic stuff. Look, I can't stand. Yeah. I don't like movies that when they turn demonic and they start climbing on the walls and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's just like. Like mm. the exorcist. Yeah. Like the conjuring. Like I would say, The Conjuring was a scary movie for me because it's just like, uh, like just demonic stuff doesn't like allow me to sleep. Like I just be like, and then they just be hanging up on the wall and shit. Now at my house, I got high ceilings, so like when I when I got through watching that movie, like I was like literally like walking in every room, turning on the light, like looking up. Like I wish a motherfucker would be hanging in the corner somewhere. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you got this guy from Villisca. You yeah, know, the he, axe murderer. They never found him. And he, oh, hell no. He crushed the heads of six children and two adults in this house. So it sounds kind of like that movie. What's that movie where that guy kind of goes crazy and kills his family? Not The Shining, but it's a more recent film. Um, You talking about American Murder? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a, movie, a movie, not oh. a real life. <laughs> hey, you know something Something that I think is kind of interesting? You know the whole Ouija board thing? Oh, the Ouija board? What's it called? Ouija board? Ouija board, right? Ouija. Whatever. It's like O-J-U-I-A, Ouija. but it's Ouija. Ouija board, yeah. yeah. Okay, so one of the things about that is like I've seen a ton of tests done on that, right? So it's like people that are like, oh, we're here. And it's like people are like, oh, my God, it's moving and this and that. Yeah. And... You know, they did a, I've seen like, uh, I can't remember this magician's guy name. He's like all into debunking stuff. Yeah. And like, he basically broke down the science of that, you know, and how it works and why people will move it without even knowing that they moved it. So that when it comes down to everybody saying it, like I didn't move it, I didn't move it. So, so yeah. So it's, it's just funny because the one thing that it's, there's a it's it's something about yourself that you don't know, like your subconscious behavior, right? And it's called idiomotor. So it's like things that you do without knowing that you're doing it. So yeah. the idiomotor allows you to move that thing that they move around uh-huh. without you actually knowing that you did it. So even if you do it, other people don't know and you yourself don't know. So everybody's like, oh, my God, no. So they show this perfectly in like a ton of tests. So what they did was like they would like set up this room and, you know, have people come in and they would do like readings. And then like, everybody was like, Oh my God, they would start to get letters. Is it you? You know, they move over to yes. And it was like, it was damn interesting. Right. It was like, Oh my God. So they did the same test with the same people, except this time they blindfolded everybody and they put everybody on the board and it's like, they're doing the same thing. And it's like, Oh, Hey, what's this and this, and you're watching people move the thing around, but it's not hitting any letters. They feel like they're hitting letters, you know, but it's like, yeah. And you're just watching everybody do like, and they did it multiple times and you're just like, 
Oh, it is just idiomotor. It's like people think that it's real. Yeah. You know, because like I said, you feel like you're not, you didn't move it. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't move it. And it's like, oh, it's this big thing. You know, when I was younger, my sister, um, when we were young, my sister used to be heavily involved in witchcraft. <laughs> right? And oh, man. No, I'm serious. So one time her and her friends there pull out the Ouija board. Yeah. And they were messing with it, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what freaked me out about the Ouija board because I, you know, because it was little. I was little, you know. They do just like you said. They're moving, yada yada yada. But like, how do you explain like this? Their little thing, like there's their scissors that they had. It folded and took off. You have a great imagination. No, that's the only like, way I can explain it. No, no, bro, <laughs> you can't. Like I'm saying, bro, like everybody's got some weird ass shit that they can tell. Like everybody's got weird ass stories that they can tell from the child. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But look, that's what I was just trying to give you an explanation yeah. that I feel like we could do that test with a ton of people and this you would get the same result every time. Where it's like if you blindfold people and you put everybody's hand on that we uh widgie board. Ouija board. Widgie board. I can't Ouija. even freaking say it. Whatever on that board <laughs> and you, <laughs> you, one word I can't say, and you can. Thank Fuck you, folks. Right? <laughs> so it's like you would get the same results every time. It's like people, if they can see it, it would move to letters. But if they couldn't, they'd just be like randomly hitting shit, and it would make no sense. Well, I'll tell you what. You get a bunch of your friends, and y'all try it, and y'all let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm down. <laughs> it's so got to be at, at noon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be noon. outside. With all the lights on, and then everybody's got to spin it on my house afterwards. Yeah, because I'm not fucking doing that shit alone in the dark. Well, that's when you're supposed to do it. Candles yeah. lit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not discount. I'm not here telling you that I don't believe in it. Well, I kind of don't. But well, I remember. I remember you telling us that it's not that you don't believe in it. It's just that you you don't want to. Think yeah, about it. I don't want to think about things like that, you know, you where it's by like, yourself. <laughs> yeah, where it's and like, you have nobody to hug. Um, I'm not going to be able to tell <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> There's nobody to snuggle here with. So guys. you won't go visit that hotel? Hell no. Why? Dude. dude. All right. So in November of 2014, the haunting took a doctor, a uh, darker turn. Robert Stephen Larson, junior 37 of Wisconsin was a regular, uh, recreational paranormal visit with his friends when true horror struck. So the Montgomery, uh, Montgomery country sheriff's office said Larson suffered the self inflicted injury at about 1245 AM, which is around the same time the 1912 ax murders, uh, happened. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that. What well, I mean, one, I'm never I'm, back again. I went, I'm not paying that amount of money to go spend a night somewhere like that. Second, they ain't even caught this motherfucker. No. <laughs> well, it was, come... it was 1912. No, so. he's, he's old. Either that or he had kids and he passed it down to them. Hereditary. So, you know, his son may come back like, Oh, I'm going to revenge my father. And while I'm fucking sleeping there, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. So that's one of the incidents that they had there. You know, it was like this guy, but he never talked about it publicly. He kind of just like it was reported. The lady, the owner was like, hey, man, look, we're all in for the fun of it. Obviously, we don't want people coming here and hurting themselves. Yeah. You know, so this is obviously a bad thing. But for the most part, you when you come and stay here, you're just going to have, you know, at least just a good scare. 
nowhere to where you're slicing your wrist or anything like that. You know, Alfonso, we have a lot of road trips we need to do. First, we need to go visit um, Skinwalker Skinwalker Ranch, (laughs) and then we have to go all the way to Iowa. Where's this at? Iowa? Yeah, uh, Villisca. Iowa? Then we need to go to Iowa and go stay in That's a really dope-ass name. Yeah, Iowa? Yeah, because, no, 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 not Iowa, Villisca. Oh. I was like, what the fuck's so dope about Iowa? Velisca, Iowa, homie. You could be you could be called Idaho. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I knew where you were going with that. Oh. So I have a sad joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to throw one in there for you guys. So a deadly I have a deadly exorcism. And this is pretty fucking weird, man. So in August of twenty sixteen. In North London, a 26-year-old Kennedy IFE began acting strange and aggressive uh, following a pain in his throat. He he (laughs) reportedly bit his father, threatened to cut off his own penis, and complained of a python or a snake inside of him before his family restrained him to a bed with with cable ties and, and excessive force. So, Kennedy... They don't actually say his name. It's it's hyphenated, but this guy Kennedy, he was bound to his bed for three days uh, without medical attention when his brother called emergency services explaining that Kennedy was complaining of dehydration. He appeared to have uh, developed uh, breathing issues, and the dude was pronounced dead at 10.17 a.m. as it was reported by the Independent. So this family... This kid goes crazy, and they're saying that he got possessed by something. He was saying that he could feel a python inside of him. He was trying to bite penises off. I don't know, but okay. So let me ask you this: what as <laughs> as a as a father, if your kid starts going crazy, is your first thought to restrain this person for three days? Don't well, you think mental? Okay, this isn't in 1990. Okay, this is in 2016. Yeah. Like okay, like, you wouldn't think of, like, hey, maybe we need to put this motherfucker in a sight ward, you know? Yeah, it's like, what just, the fuck? Like, what was, like, did he just randomly just turn it on one day? Yeah, that's what they were saying. He just started, it was, he just began acting strange and acting aggressive, was you know? He, was he, like, was he, like, talking in the tongues or anything? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Like, English, motherfucker, do you speak it? So He like, was not. He was not. But, you know, the family did literally killed this kid yeah i mean you kind of okay so you didn't give them food or water for three days well yeah so i'm like what are you doing why would you do that so where's this at does it say where they're at it was in it was in north london north london okay yeah i don't know i mean okay so when it comes to like people being possessed like that's real i've seen it happen i've seen it like i've seen what it looks like to be honest like this ain't no uh, you're like, ah, oh, you're full of shit. No, bro, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I've, had a, I've had a close family member uh, that, you know, very normal, very, you know, just. Okay, but you don't think that's some kind of psychosis? I don't know. Like It's treatable nowadays. It's, you know what is. I'm saying? We be. have modern technology, modern medicine, man. Yeah. But like, yeah, the family should have. I don't know. What did they try? They they even try to bring in like a priest or something? No, they didn't. They were scared of him, so they just tied him. They and found he was acting there? being real aggressive. Yeah, for three days. Yeah, they didn't just thought to call. So basically, after was, three days, that's when they thought to call for medical seriously? assistance. Yeah, like what is that? Seventy-two hours. <laughs> yeah, bro, I would have been. And the dude died that same night. But what did he die of? Dehydration. 
Yeah. Hunger, dehydration. I mean, for three days. Bound, bound to a bed. I mean, I've seen people go on, on Naked and Afraid last longer than that, you know? Yeah, but those are people that are, like, trained to do that. No, Naked and Afraid. I'm about to get on that show. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trained to be out yeah. there with Naked. You're going to be off that bitch in two hours. <laughs> I already said. If I'm so getting... as you stepped up, you're like, nope. I already right said, as soon in. as I get bit by a mosquito, it's over. I'm tapping out. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah, so all seven of his family members were accused of manslaughter, false imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of the vulnerable adult. A postmortem examination revealed after 60, 60 wounds, including a possible bite, and his father, uh, Kennedy, also had bites, along with Four of his brothers, they also, all of them, sustained injuries. So this guy, he went fucking psycho and attacked everybody. Yeah, I would have done. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I guess you do restrain the person, but then you immediately call for help. Yeah, you call police. Yeah. Unless there's a bigger story to that. No, don't call police, man. I I think you need to get, like, some kind of. Well, you got to call Well, if this person is violent, maybe. Yeah, you got to call the police because then they they call whoever they need to call. Yeah, because, you know, I'm not going to. I don't want to shit on the police department, but I don't think they're like really equipped to handle with like well, it's people London. that are losing their mind. What London? Oh, you're right. I'm so, thinking about the American no, police. No, you don't call the American police. You call the London police. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're different. <laughs> yeah. In what way? Crikey, what's going on in here? <laughs> I believe that's Australian, oh. sir. But okay. <laughs> Well, dude, that's it, man. That's our show today, bro. Oh, yeah. Hey, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, make sure that you go hit up our website, tacoswithbeer.com. Yep. And uh, we have some merch coming. I know we said that last time, but it's coming. Yeah, it's we're coming. working on we're it. We're working on it little by little. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit up all of our social media accounts. Make sure you watch us live on YouTube and watch our other shows on YouTube. And uh, thank you to all of our sponsors and our previous sponsors. And uh, we appreciate your support, guys. Yeah, we do. We really do. And that's it from us. Remember, guys, make sure you keep those tacos hot and spicy. And those beers coming. We're out. out. Hey, will you guys let me know if this ever airs? I hate the buys. Get the hell out of here. Population. Thank God, go home.